Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Welcome, everyone, to this Monday in April. Uh, Bailey, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, There was a lot of stuff to stream, and I'm getting caught up on Atlanta, and Severance was really good. Um, I saw The Lost City again, which was fun. I got to show it to my wife, and she enjoyed it. Uh, How was your weekend, Adam? It was great. I... uh... I, I received this this uh, intro from my friends uh, whose names are Braden Ray and Ben Webby, and they uh, made this intro, and I just heard it, and I loved it. thought I'd throw it on at the beginning of this episode. It's got this great monologue by Ben over a what sounds like to me a murder mystery podcast vibe. So even though we're talking about movies, we could just as easily be talking about uh, you know any serial killer throughout any history or any murder mystery. But um, same, got some wings this weekend, had some fun, had a date uh, with my wife, and, you know, great things. But, um, so Bailey, let's, what do you think about the intro, by the way? I haven't asked you, I haven't, we haven't talked too much about this. <laughs> it reminds me of the Twilight Zone, like very yeah. classic Twilight Zone. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, so let us know what you guys think about um, the intro. Again, you can reach us at abcinema.pod at gmail uh, or our Twitter at abcinemapodcast. And uh, now we'll just jump right into it, jump into the news. Um, first, Bailey, we talk about one of the bigger things. So the biggest thing that happened last week uh, come Sunday was the Will Smith incident with Chris Rock. And recently he released a statement about that and he has resigned from the Academy and you know, Bailey, I feel like you have you have some you probably have some really good thoughts on this. What are you thinking about him resigning from the academy in a statement, especially? Um, well, I think his his actions that he's taking into his own hands, um, it it shows character. Um, I because the reason I say that is because like he could have just waited for the academy to come back and say, "Hey, we feel like it's best that you resign," um, or not that you resign that that you're just suspended from from the academy and instead he just took it into his own hands he recognized his actions were wrong and he's he's making changes um to show that he understands that his actions were wrong yeah i really liked how in that quote he said you know the list of those i've i've hurt is long and includes chris his family and many of my dear friends and loved ones and then he also says, I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work. So, I mean, you know, it's a press release. He probably had a lot of time to write and to think about this. But I feel like all the points that, you know, kind of bothered me about the incident, he's addressed directly in this statement. And, you know, I guess we'll just see how it goes from here. I also, you know, Denzel Washington this past weekend said that, you know, who are we to condemn? And talked about how you know sometimes when the devil doesn't doesn't really focus on us when he has when he has us in his trap 
because he doesn't really have to. But then he continued by saying that, you know, but when he really wants to attack us is when we're, you know, the strongest and most, um, you know, celebrated. So I really like Denzel's perspective as well. Denzel just seems very wise to me. But um, it's sad. We'll see what the Academy decides to do as the um, whole thing continues to roll out. And uh, we'll keep everybody updated. Do you have anything else to add to that, Bailey? I, I, I just love the last line in his statement that he wrote in his resignation. He, he said, change takes time, and I am committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence to overtake reason. And, and that's, it's poetic, um, but at the same time, it's also showing, like, like I said earlier, it shows that he's trying to change. He, he understands that he's at fault and that he needs to make a difference in his own life. And hopefully, I, I know that there's a lot of projects that he has um, that were recently announced to be put on hold, um, but hopefully we still see him in the future. Um, we see a comeback. I love Will Smith as an actor and just as a human being, and I would be very sad if we don't see him again. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that continues. Well, again, we'll see how that continues to roll out. Um, another piece of news that came up this week Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson will start a movie for Apple Plus directed by Dave, Jason Bateman, who is in Ozark. He's opposite Rachel McAdams in Game Night, and he directs things as well. And he, everybody might know him from, uh, if you love that show, Arrested Development. For me, it's something about that show. I can't get into it. It's like the office cringe on Max. But, um, Bailey, what do you? how do you feel about this development here? Uh, it's exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen a lot of, I don't, honestly, I don't think I've seen anything Jason Bateman's directed, but I am excited to see this. Um, it's titled Project Artemis. That's the current title it has. Um, and it's going to be about the space race. I'm not sure exactly. It's kind of ironic because Chris Evans is playing Buzz Lightyear in the Pixar movie. So he's just fascinated with space projects right now. So, um, I'm not sure if this will be based on actual history or if it'll be fictional, but it'll be really exciting to see, um, to see what Jason Bateman has to say about the space race and Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. You can't go wrong with them. Yeah. I was going to say, I also am really excited to see them in a movie again together because I feel like they have really good chemistry. Um, they're self-proclaimed best friends. So (laughs) yeah, and that comes to us from the Hollywood Reporter, and that's just something that's really interesting. And let us know your thoughts on on Jason Bateman's new movie. Moving on, we have some news from Variety that a prequel series for the It films, titled "Welcome to Derry," is in development for HBO Max. Bailey, did you see both of the It movies? Um, I did see the It movies, and they were pretty good. They weren't as scary as people said they were. <laughs> I don't know if I, I just wasn't that scared of it or why, but I, I think that the movies were, were fine. They weren't bad, but they were they were good for scary movies. Um, and I'm excited to see what they do with the lore of this character. They have a lot of history that they could go back on with it. And I, I hope Bill Skarsgård comes back. Um, he's... He has a lot to offer for that. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to go back to Derry. What are your thoughts on this, Adam? 
Well, do you know like who, what the what the story or the premise is, or is it just that it's a prequel series about uh, Derry? It's just all we know is that it's a prequel series and that it's gonna it's gonna focus on it still. Gotcha. Um, otherwise, I don't know what else they would do. Um, but it'll be really interesting, especially if they go back to the origins, which they hinted at in the or they talked about a lot in the second movie. Yeah. And um, how, because they say he visits how long every 20, 27 years or something like that? Something like that. I can't remember the exact time, but it's, it's, yeah, it's around that amount of time. And yeah. so I, they could go back 27 years or have it be an anthology series where, like, I, I wouldn't say anthology series, but like where each season is, is a different year or a different set of actors that are terrorized yeah. by this clown, which I think would be really fun. It could be um, going back to to that, but it could also get really tiring too, depending on yeah. if they're not creative with it. I really liked it one. It two kind of wasn't as scary for me. I feel like it one was scary, and it, like in rewatchings, it might not hold up as well to some people. But I still feel like it's super good. It two was kind of a letdown. It was still good, but just not as scary. More just you know a story, I suppose. But yeah, I'm excited for this. I mean, I feel like it could get very tiring and. Maybe once again, this is just another Hollywood thing milking a franchise, but we'll see. And speaking of franchises, we have Fantastic Beasts that premiered last week, didn't it? Yeah, it premiered in, uh, I believe, London or somewhere in Europe. (laughs) And it had a a really massive opening. And the first social media reactions have come out and they have been praising the film. And here's some some really uh, cool quotes that stood out to, to us while we were reading this. And I'm a big fan of this series. I know Adam hasn't seen the Fantastic Beasts movies, um, so I don't know what, you, what you'll have to say about this. But um, some of the things that the social media reactions said were that it, it has uh, homages to the Harry Potter films, boasting a new slate of wondrous creatures and mythos. And it rectifies fans' biggest qualms with Fantastic Beasts 2. And that comes from Zandra Harbit, a New York City journalist. And then Griffin Schiller, um, something that he said uh, <laughs> is that Steve Cloves miraculously salvages a sinking ship with Fantastic Beasts 3. Uh, but it doesn't fully fix the larger issues with the series. And then he, he goes on to say that it's the best of the three and it feels fun again. And so I'm really excited to see this. It seems like Jude Law is taking the the reins of the franchise for now, um, where, whereas Eddie Redmayne was the main character for the last two movies. But it's, it's kind of sad that the main character is going to be sidelined for the majority of this from what it seems like. But at the same time, I, Dumbledore is a more intriguing character than New Scamander is. I feel like my only qual- my only qualm with these films is, you know, I feel like if you watch Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, but if you and then if you watch the Deathly Hollows, tonally those are two very different films, and like maturity wise, they're also two very different films. You know. Those films are a perfect example of how a franchise grew up with its audience, you know? And I feel like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, again, I haven't seen it, but to me it just felt very much like let's just play in this world that J.K. Rowling has made, but at the same time not take it too seriously. 
so it didn't seem like a like enough of a reason for me to want to go see those movies. Um, I'm a, I feel like I'm a big advocate for if there's a reason for it and they can make it compelling, I'll check it out. But you know, yeah. the The issue with the Fantastic Beast movies for me is like the first movie feels like you could could have easily cut that that movie into a 30 minute segment and put it into the second movie. It's not very, uh, the story doesn't really lead you anywhere. It's interesting. It's fun. And that's, that's kind of what the Harry Potter series, like the mystical element, the fantastical element of it. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it, it has uh, that story. The, the first episode of this tr- so far trilogy um, it, doesn't do a lot to set up. It just sets up the main character. And I felt like it didn't have a purpose. Um, But then the second movie came along and it had a lot more direction. But fans of the series of the Harry Potter franchise were really disappointed with how they treated the Dumbledore family. And um, they were let down by it. Personally, I loved the twists and turns in the second movie. And I'm excited to see how it answers the questions that we were left with three years ago. Um, and so I just give me uh, two weeks and I'll be satisfied to, to see, to be in the wizarding world again. Yeah. Or you could go to universal Orlando or uh universal in Hollywood and just walk through the, the Harry Potter world there. Yes. Have some butter beer. That's the best, the, the best drink I've ever had in my life. You know, I went there last, you know, when I went there recently for, uh, the 31 nights of fright or whatever, uh, we walked through there and we didn't get butterbeer and it's the, it's the thing I most regret from our visit to universal. Yeah, that I'm sorry. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. I don't know what to say other than I, I'm sorry that you didn't get the chance to experience heaven on earth. Um, it, it's so good. I, I still dream about butterbeer. I've tried to replicate it, and I haven't done so. <laughs> You're just breaking bad running experiments in your basement trying to recreate <laughs> this butterbeer. Yeah, don't go into my office. You'll see my chemistry <laughs> set with with my Harry Potter wands and my bow truckle action figure and my uh, my wizarding cookbook. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, don't know, called- I don't know what the bow truckle action figure is, but... I actually have one sitting right in front of me right now. So I'm <laughs> um, and you probably don't know what a bow truckle is, do you, Adam? No, I have no I have no idea. You gotta watch the Fantastic Beast movies. Oh so. okay. Anyway, so our next I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um so moving on from the Fantastic Beast movie, our next bit of news comes from Jim Carrey from Access who is rumored i don't know if it's been confirmed outright has it yeah he said um that he is retiring from acting and that's the big news so pretty definitive then yeah it's definitive which means that um sonic the hedgehog 2 will be his last last movie that's that is on imdb at least i don't know if there's any other movies but there was a an article or uh, access had asked him if he was going to star in the Dolly Parton movie. Um, cause apparently they're doing a biopic on her and she wanted, wanted him to be in it for some reason. Um, 
or no, it was, it wasn't about a biopic. It was a thoughts on Dolly Parton wanting him for a movie, not necessarily a biopic on her. But this is what he said in response to that. I feel like, and this is something you might never hear another celebrity say as long as time exists. I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough. Um, and he said, well, I'm retiring. I'm fairly, I'm, I'm being fairly serious. And he did go on to say um, that it depends if the angels bring some sort of script that's, you know, written in gold ink that says to me that it's going to be really important for people to see. I might continue down the road, but I'm taking a break. So his last movie will be Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where he'll play Dr. Eggman. And after that, he'll just take a break, retire, and, you know. I really, I really like Jim Carrey. The more that I've read about him in the past week and heard about him in terms of, you know, he apparently he was, a lot of people have viewed him as crazy or, you know, in the past couple of years as being kind of wild or erratic. I just think, you know, he seems like somebody who just does his job and maybe doesn't need all the fanfare around him. I don't know. He just seems very interesting to me. And I feel like he's also had a lot of mental health struggles and, but he's just a stand-up guy. And so for me, it's sad to see him go. I always like, I like Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, for, for you and I, we grew up watching his films. And so it's kind of sad to see him go because he was, he was kind of a comedy legend for, for us growing up. And like, I, I, it was sad to see him go a couple years ago because he had taken time to work on his mental health. And then he came back for, a showtime show called kidding or just kidding or something. And it was a more serious role, but kind of like a, a spoof on the, on uh, Mr. Rogers neighborhood uh, or well, or yeah, Mr. Rogers. Um, and so he's kind of stepped back into acting, but I think with the recent events of Will Smith and what he said, he's kind of feeling like I don't want to be part of this. And I understand that. I, I get that. And I, I'm, I, for somebody in that industry, that slap probably meant a lot to them because of how it's going to portray actors now. And so I could see him feeling like he doesn't want to be associated with that world anymore. Yeah, those are some good points. Uh, really quickly, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? If you had to pick one. Because you said we both watched him growing up, I'm I'm curious. What is one that you immediately go to? Like that's what that's where I identify as Jim Carrey. Yeah, um, I'll always like my first memories are like Bruce Almighty and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a Christmas classic, and so that one is always going to be my go-to Christmas as far as Jim Carrey goes. Um, but I'd probably say Bruce Almighty. What about you? I honestly probably would. I would say the 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 mask. I always remember watching that as a kid and being blown away. And I rewatched it recently, and just Jim Carrey just gets to have fun. Like he's kind of he's kind of serious, and you know, it's like both sides of Jim Carrey. It's like you get the the he's the sort of serious side of him, and then you get just the zany, insane side of him when he puts on the mask, and. We're both wrong because what we should have said was uh, the Truman Show, but <laughs> uh, I I actually don't like that movie. What? I know. I I just something about that movie bothers me. Oh, Bailey. And I 
I can't put my finger on it. It's just, I don't know. Bailey, that's but a, that's that's my own opinion. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Maybe when. Uh, oh, I don't know how I can continue this pod. You just hurt me to the core. <laughs> uh, and there, there you have it. This will be our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All because I have not seen the Truman Show. You haven't seen it, or you just don't like well, it. No, I've seen it. I just don't okay, like it. Okay. I don't know. Why All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Just, we'll save that. We'll save that for another pod then. The uh, the Truman Show rewatch discussion pod. But um, oh man, that one hurt. But I but I respect you. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like I feel like a chip in in a Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> I hate your guts, Bailey. Gosh darn it, do I respect you? Um, so that's all that we have for news. So let's move on now. Do you want to talk about what to stream first or what we watched this weekend? Let's talk about which, what we watched this weekend. Uh, there's some pretty big stuff on TV this week. Um, and I'll, I'll start with the worst thing first. Uh, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the second episode. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I, I think I finished the second episode. So you're, you're saying you're saying you're going to wade through this. With with the with the best of them, with the rest of them, yeah, yeah, and I'm trudging through very thick muddy water right now. Yeah, got to got to mercy okay. on your soul, Bailey. I I don't know why people uh, honestly like. I get why people love the series, but I don't know why Paramount thought that Halo would have been a good TV show, or why they greenlit a second season. I mean, after t- over two hundred and fifty script rewrites they thought it would be good to just adapt this one it's almost like they were like we're sick of just having 100 200 people write these these scripts and i think we should just make it i think they're just tired of it maybe i don't know what is the what is the hamilton quote you need skin in the game to play in the game yeah yeah I'm sure if I asked my wife right, if I said that loud enough, my wife would burst into the room right now and tell me exactly what it is. But um, maybe that's just what it was. They just needed they needed a leg in, you know. Well, everybody's coming in with their uh, video game adaptations. The Last of Us is coming to HBO Max next year. Super excited! Super I'm so excited. excited for that one. Um, and I'm not ready for my heart to be racing like it did when I played the video game. But I'm very excited for that everybody's trying to put their skin in the game uh, for this for video game adaptations with God of War potentially coming to Amazon Prime um, Sonic the Hedgehog and then Paramount also has the Knuckles TV show um, I feel like there's more that I'm missing but uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out when it comes to video game adaptations so the the gamer world should be very excited and skeptical about what's coming in the future. Hopeful. Hopeful is a good word. Yeah. You know, hold on to hope because <laughs> you know it might not work out. They, there's not a great track history of uh, great video game movies. But um, moving on from Halo, do you have anything else to add there? No, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on from Halo, we got a new episode of Severance, the, 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 next to, the next to last episode this week, the season finale comes out. And I kind of want to talk with you about this, Bailey. I want to talk about theories. I want to talk about any ideas you have. This episode was just crazy to me. I mean, it wasn't as crazy as the reveal last week, 
But I feel like the whole time you were just waiting and like you felt anticipation and you want to know what was going on. And like from the first shot of the new episode that will come out, I'm like already so invested in what's going to happen this week. Yeah, I we this is we're talking spoilers in this review, but first of all, that scene with the the dancers scary, very scary. Yeah. Um and then holy crap, the the last the last shot of uh Adam Scott's character hugging his boss outside oh. of work and him about to switch off the the severance so that his any is now part of the outside world man this is going to be very very intense i i don't know what to expect but i am so freaking excited for thursday night at 10 p.m. at 10 p.m to sit down and watch this. And I don't know if they're going to be able to fit everything in an hour. I've heard that it sets up a second season. I don't know how, but I'm so excited. I'm very excited. So do you have any other reactions? Cause my whole, my, all I really want to talk about for me is cause I know this episode was great. I can't wait to see what happens, but do you think, do you have any like theories because we know at the shot at the end of this episode, we find out a little bit more about John Turturro's character that he's a painter. We still don't know a whole lot about Dylan on the outside of that he's a family and a did kid. Did you did you notice the painting of what he was drawing? Yeah, I'm curious as to what that is because they told his um the what is the main character's name? Mark. Mark. Yeah. When Mark, uh, his wife goes down there, and. And they sent her down there to reboot or something. I can't remember why they sent her down. Um, yeah, I don't know either. But I feel like we're not even going to see her until like the last scene of the next of the finale. I I don't feel like that that plot is going to be solved and not even solved. It'll be teased for the next season probably. Um, yeah, that's, that's what he's painting. He's painting the room. So obviously subconsciously he has some idea of what that room is. And his name is Irving in the show, by the way, John Turturro. Um, but yeah, I love that. We learn a bit, a little bit more about John Turturro outside of work. We still know nothing really about Helly, but what's interesting is, is that she is, she's going to wake up at that Lumen party a hundred percent. So she has to be in the know about something. Yeah, that will be really interesting, and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's gonna be really. Cur- I'm curious to see how her character is gonna turn out. Yeah, and you know what else I think is funny is that, um, so Mark and Dylan, <laughs> Mark and Dylan, they've both read uh, Mark's brother-in-law, Rick Ricken. They've both <laughs> read his book, and so I love that part where they're in the break room and they're like. And he's like, well, I'm going to just read this page from this book. And Dylan has read it unbeknownst to Mark. And so Dylan finished one of the lines and says, yeah, page 197 slaps, which I thought was just hilarious. And then I think what's going to be funny is that when Mark wakes up this next episode, I really think that the one person he's going to turn to and trust is going to be Rick and which will be the opposite of their interactions in the whole series. And it's, I, I am so looking forward to that as well. Yeah, this next episode is it's going to lend for some pretty comedic moments, which will be really fun to see Ben Stiller as the director of 
a comedic turn on the suspense thriller. But maybe we won't even get that. I I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm so excited to see Rickon take more of a role in this last episode. Like you see that coming, and so I really hope that he has a bigger role in the end. Um, so I I will see though. I don't know. I I don't really have any other big theories than everything that you said. Yeah, I just I can't wait. I really think Hallie has to know something. Or she's going to be, I think maybe she'll be able to find out a lot. Like, do you think she's like a higher up? Well, no, because the people that are higher ups aren't severed. But do you think like, I don't know. I want to know what she does on I the outside. I can see her being married to a higher up. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's what Britain, my wife said as well. Yeah, I could see her being married to a higher up. And which, yeah, that, that makes the whole situation really awkward. Because honestly, I didn't feel like their her romance, her kiss with uh, uh, with Mark's character was necessary. It's kind of awkward, but we'll see how this plays out on Friday or Thursday night at ten p.m. If you're with me, <laughs> if you're willing to stay up late enough, you can watch it. You can watch. Maybe it I'll live tweet my reactions. I look forward to it for sure. Your reactions. I love getting those texts after you watch the episode of like, dude, this episode, but. So again, those severance, if you haven't been watching on Apple Plus, and if you're waiting for all the episodes to come out, you can do it right now, stream every episode, and then the, the, the season finale comes out on Friday. So we'll see. That's We'll see. Check it out. I love this episode. And then moving on to FX and Hulu, I, I also love this, this episode of Atlanta. I feel like I laughed a lot during this episode of Atlanta. I have nothing to say. I'm still catching up. I oh. I just I just watched the the Teddy Perkins episode of season two, and that freaked me out so bad. Um, I'm scarred from that, but I'm I'm gonna keep watching. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Perkins is is probably one of the greatest episodes of that show. If you haven't seen Atlanta and you just want to watch something creepy, watch. Teddy Perkins, season two, episode five or six, and you will you will be scared and scarred. It, it's intense. I, I there's no I I'm it still scares me. I was it, I walked my wife through the episode uh, while we were having breakfast today, and I said like the the episode itself, like everything that happens in it isn't scary. But there are parts of it where it just makes the hair on your skin rise and gives you goosebumps and you're just like, oh, that's that's not okay. Um, but it's it's still pretty funny, but odd. But that, that covers it for our reviews, unless you have anything else you want to add for Atlanta, Adam. Oh, I just I just love Atlanta. I just love it. I laugh. So, this episode was so funny. It was so satirical. It was so eerie. It just continues to be a show about who knows what, but it it's so well crafted. I love it. Yeah, I like it so far. It's really fun. And I'm only, like, I'm just over halfway through what we've been given. I wish the episodes were a little longer, but it's, <laughs> it's not bad. No, it really isn't. So then uh, me and Bailey wanted to talk about on, on on today, this Monday, so you guys can plan your week out. Things that come out, what you can stream. 
And so if we start at the top, last week we had the premiere of Moon Knight on Disney+. And this week, episode two drops on Wednesday. So be sure to give that a watch. Again, we just talked about Atlanta. Uh, that sh- drops on Thursday on FX, and it's available to stream next day on Hulu. And then for HBO Max, uh, we have that Tony Hawk documentary, Until the Wheels Fall Off. And then we have Tokyo Vice. Billy, what is this one? I was I was, I was, was unsure about this one, you, so you know more about it. Yeah, it, Ansel Elgort is um, the main character in this show. And essentially, it I don't know how to explain this show, but... It looks like a Asian mafia mob boss kind of thriller, and I'm I'm excited to see what they do with the show. Um, and Ansel Elgort, I think he learned um, Japanese for the show, um, and he he lives in Japan and wants to be wants to be part of the culture there, but he finds himself in the wrong culture and starts dealings with uh people he shouldn't be dealing with and so it's it looks very intense go check out the trailer it comes out on hbo max this friday and then moving on uh we have the severance finale on apple tv plus which we'll talk about more next monday and we're very excited for that and then if there's anything else Um, if there's anybody that's still watching Halo, then the last or the next episode, the third episode of Halo comes out on Paramount plus this week. So if you're still watching that, or if you're bored of watching (laughs) anything else, you can check that out and we'll trash on it again on Monday. Yeah. Guaranteed. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it'll take a turn for the better, but, um, even if you doubt it. But so those are what you can stream and watch on TV this week. And in theaters, we have some great releases. We have Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is the sequel to the the first Sonic. Again, it'll be Jim Carrey's last movie. Uh, ben Schwartz, who many know him from Parks and Rec, uh, voices Sonic. I just I will voice Knuckles. And uh, Jim Carrey, will, yeah, it'll just be super fun. Uh, hoping that that one's fun. And then Ambulance also comes out. And if you haven't seen Ambulance, go watch a trailer on YouTube. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and uh, Isa Gonzalez. And it is about these two bank robbers who rob a bank and then use an ambulance as a gateway vehicle and uh, <laughs> have to um, figure out, you know, how to, how to survive. And Michael Drone employs a bunch of, you know, it's a Michael Bay movie. So it'll be explosive, and he's learned how to use an FPV drone. So expect a bunch of crazy aerial shots. Uh, Bailey, what are your thoughts on Ambulance? Yeah, um, a lot of people are comparing it to Speed, which was a Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves movie um, from quite some time ago. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's it's pretty fun. It's just an action thriller, and this movie does look a lot like that movie. And so I'm really excited to see a modern take on it. Uh, with the twist of being an ambulance instead of a bus. Um, and there's a lot of theories about that movie too, because it jumped uh, construction in the movie, the speed there's uh, that's a topic for another time, but there's some theories about, um, about how it was able to cross this construction bridge where there was no, it, it was going from one platform to another and it was the exact same height. 
when the the bus itself would have just crashed. So there's a lot of fun stuff about that show and suspense of disbelief. So um, go check it out. Comes in theaters this Friday though, and we're excited to see that. And if you guys are if you guys are expecting to watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, when can they buy tickets, Bailey? April sixth, and I'm assuming we're probably going to get a final trailer sometime this week, probably on April sixth, um, and then. It comes out, it releases on May 6th, and this comes to us from Marvel Studios. Um, so it'll be really exciting to see what cameos are going to show up in it, because anything can happen in the multiverse. So yeah, that should uh, do it for our episode today. Uh, if you have any comments or or concerns, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com, and you can also reach out to us on Twitter with our at AB Cinema podcast. Uh, continue to have a great week, and as always, keep watching movies.